Hello, my witches. And well, I have to come up with something for you all for when this Witches Who Lived series is over, because as of right now, this is the last one of this series. Hmm, let me think. Hello, my goths. That, that sounds pretty cool, but not everybody is a goth, I'm sure. How about what's up goths and gremlins and goblins? I definitely feel like I'm more of a goblin than a goth, to be honest. Um, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But anyway, hello, welcome back. Like I said, witches who survived. If you are new, you probably have no idea what the fuck is happening. Well, let me tell you. My name is Kate, and this is a podcast called The New England Gothic, where we go over dark history and spooky tales from New England. Today's episode is actually going to be pretty short. It's going to be kind of a mini-sode. To be fully honest with you all, I'm just really tired, and I have a pretty exhausting day job. I get up really early, and I only have a very small window of time to record during the week. And, you know, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. Let's all just be real. You know, I do this for fun. This isn't a job for me. Maybe someday, wink, wink, let's manifest that. But anyway, I'm just kind of feeling those end of winter, early spring blues. It's daylight savings. I'm all thrown off. I woke up today and it was pitch black after it was like starting to get a little light in the morning for me. I don't know if anyone else can relate to that. Let me know, but... I'm someone who struggles a lot with anxiety, and for some reason, I'm so anxious if I wake up and it's still dark out. So anyway, enough about me. I know you're not here to hear me rant and ramble, and if you are, then I don't know, maybe DM me. I will literally talk to anyone about anything, but yes, okay, back on track. I'm ADHD. We've got this. We are finishing our series. Like I said, this is probably the third time I'm saying it, but today is part three of The Witches Who Live, and it's just a quick little story. Uh, It's just a quick little local folktale from New Hampshire. So we've covered witches from Massachusetts, Connecticut, and now New Hampshire. And I'm sure eventually we will circle back to this series and... Actually, I'm coming up with an idea right now. Maybe I will cover a witch who lived from each state in New England. There we go. Brilliant idea. But let, you know what? I'm just going to get into the episode. And then if you stick around for the end, I'll let you know what's coming up soon. We've reached a couple milestones, but you know what? Whatever. I'm going to throw that all in in the end. I know some people are like, I'm just here for the biz. Honeybee. Honeybee says hello per usual. You know what? I'm not even going to edit her out because at this point she's just She's basically my co-host. So yeah, let's get into it. The Witches Who Lived. Today we are covering the witch from New Hampshire named Ginny Gilchrist. So if you were listening to our previous witch tales, you would know that all of our characters, our, our witches, you know, our witches of the day, this is our witch of the day today, they're old and they're fierce and they are usually down on their luck. Ginny is no different than our other women here. And like many folk legends, this one doesn't have a ton of records. There aren't a ton of records attached to this story. So unfortunately, I don't have exact dates. But the story of Aunt Jenny supposedly takes place in the mid-1700s. Jenny Gilchrist lived in Hillsborough, New Hampshire on Barden Hill Road. Gilchrist was known in town as Aunt Jenny. 
So Aunt Jenny, as she was commonly called, has been described as a little sickly old woman with a fiery temper and a sharp tongue. Sound familiar? Her unhappy experiences in life left her really bitter and she distrusted her neighbors. Like I said, we've seen this before, essentially an unlikable woman who, unlikable quote unquote, an unlikable woman whose only crime is speaking her mind and having a bad attitude. So yeah, once again, you know, the rumor mills a going. People don't have a lot else to talk about other than gossip about the poor old, probably lonely woman. It's said that her life was just really hard and she was bitter. Okay, so make it worse for her. Anyway, several stories tell about how she would terrorize the local miller and she would scare small children into doing chores for her. I love it. It kind of reminds me of Hannah Crana, like using her witch reputation to scare people into doing her dirty work. One story spoke of how a team of oxen refused to pass by her house. Again, this is the third story with the animals refusing to go past the house. I'm really curious why that happens. It's probably some random natural thing. But so anyway, unlike in the case of Mary Webster, Instead of beating the suspected witch, they actually began burning the animals to see if Aunt Ginny would show signs of burn marks. As they prodded and burned these animals, they refused to budge. Aunt Ginny never showed any signs of being burned, so obviously she wasn't bewitching any animals or no animals that were her familiars were around. So Aunt Ginny, there's not a lot known about her. She's really just like a folktale person, a legend. We don't have any real detailed records. But according to the rumors, she was never wealthy and she became even more destitute as she grew older. The town officials eventually decided it would be best to remove her from her home and place her in a poorhouse for care. So back then, people who were down on their luck, who couldn't take care of themselves, would be placed in a poorhouse, like a community home. So when the town constable came to Ginny's house, he was prepared for a fight from the feisty woman, but she obediently climbed into his horse behind him. Sorry, climbed onto his horse. Climbed into the horse? Little spooky. I'm just imagining that scene from, what is that movie? Ace Ventura when he's in the rhino. Okay, never mind. 90s baby. <laughs> so she's on the horse, not in the horse. She's on the horse with the constable. They set off on their journey many miles away. I'm imagining they're riding through moonlit forest paths, through the rolling countryside of New Hampshire, which is beautiful, by the way, if you've never been. They rode through all the way until morning, with Ginny reported to be silent upon the back of the horse. The constable was surely glad that the witch who was supposedly, you know, had this big fiery temper... He was surely glad that she had just silently followed orders. But as the sun rose, he was in for a surprise. It was said that despite riding for hours, the constable's horse had never left Aunt Ginny's property. She had supposedly bewitched the animal, refusing to leave her home. Ginny ended up dying in her beloved home because they were unable to ever remove her. According to the legend, one day a neighbor noticed that one of his sheep was sick, so, you know, he did the right thing to do, which was euthanize the animal before it suffered or maybe spread illness to his other animals, and he chose to euthanize the sheep by 
beating it to death with a club. I'm not a farmer. I'm not going to judge. But apparently, when he beat the animal to death, Aunt Jenny collapsed in her home. So surely she must have been bewitching the animals and she was just too sick and frail to recover when the farmer killed the sheep she was bewitching. As Aunt Ginny lay dying on her deathbed, I mean, obviously if she's on her deathbed, she's dying, but that's beside the point. But a kind neighbor woman came over to take care of Aunt Ginny and watch over her, maybe help her recover if she could. The town elders warned the woman that as long as she kept her eye on the witch, she wouldn't die. Apparently, Witches don't like to die when people are watching. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's like so private. Like, excuse me, can you close the door? I'm dying in here. The woman was determined to keep her eyes on Aunt Ginny, but eventually she fell asleep just for a second. And apparently at that very moment, Aunt Ginny died. The end. <laughs> like I said, it's a quick tale, but I really, I wanted to add this one because it's so similar. Like Mary Webster and Hannah Crana, we have an old woman with a bad attitude who is scaring people to do her dirty work, who, you know, relies on the community for help, is just generally unliked. And then we have, I don't know why this one, this part sticks to me the most, but the animals refusing to go past their house. I want to know why animals will just randomly refuse. Can a farmer or someone who like, drives an ox cart right in and tell us why why would your animals just randomly decide not to cross past someone's house but yeah quick episode i'm exhausted i actually recorded a full hour long episode yesterday and just wasn't feeling it and i deleted it which i wish i i wit i witch oh my gosh i keep saying witch the witches I wish I didn't delete it, but you know, it is what it is. We're still working this out. We haven't even made 10, we, me and Honeybee. I haven't even recorded 10 whole episodes yet, and this is going really well. I'm really excited, and I just need to be more gentle with myself. I have very high expectations. I'm a perfectionist, but we're all in this together. We're just friends telling stories, and thanks to all of you, I've reached over 600 plays today. I know that's not a huge number for podcasts, but I'm brand new and that means so much to me. Seriously, thank you all so much. My first goal is a thousand. And yeah, keep keep it coming. Share with your friends. I've got an exciting, our next episode is going to be the first listener lore episode with a special guest host. I can't pronounce my T's today a special guest host. There we go. And yeah, what else is coming up? What else? What else? What else? I think I'm going to do another true crime case pretty soon here. So we'll have listener lore. And then the next episode will be a local historic true crime related. We've got a couple serial killers. I will give that part away. And yeah, as always, you can find me on the Clock app, TikTok, under Creepy Caitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N, no wise, please. You can also find me on Instagram, just the New England Gothic, and our Gmail is the same thing, just the New England Gothic at gmail.com. 
Listener lore is super fun and exciting. So definitely if you have a spooky story, send it in. It doesn't have to be from New England. That's something I want to open up to all listeners. If you've got a creepy tale or a true crime encounter, I don't know anything. I listen to a lot of podcasts and every podcast I listen to has some sort of segment with listener emails and I freaking love that shit. I don't know why. But I'm always drawn to those episodes, so I figure, you know, I'm going to force you all to like it because I like it. And yeah, thank you all for bearing with me for this episode. I can tell I'm a little low energy. I'm just trying to get it out there. You know, I want to be honest with my followers and listeners. I'm just not having a great mental health couple days, and that's completely fine. We all just got to, you know, life is fucking tough right now for everyone, no matter who you are. I know a lot of people are struggling, so I just wanted to put that out there. If anyone ever needs to reach out to someone, I don't care if you're a complete stranger, send me an email. It could be a spooky story or you just had a really hard day and really need someone to talk to. I would love to be that person. And yeah, thank you all again for everything. Like I said, I'm rambling at this point. I don't know how much you all want to hear about my personal life. I'm slowly feeling it out, but I'm just going to add one quick personal note in here just because this is such a short episode. But so I never watched Game of Thrones until this month and I just binge watched the entire thing. It was really hard for me to get past the first season. I personally, I love horror, but I hate gore and I love fantasy, but I hate gore. I just can't watch it. It just gets like, I don't know how to explain it. I thought this happened to everyone. And then I told my partner like, hey, after I watch like a really violent TV show or movie, this happens. And he looked at me like I was fucking crazy. But I swear the images get so burned in my head that when I close my eyes to go to sleep, like that's all I can see. But then I also will get like TikTok sounds stuck in my head. So just for example, last night I'm watched, I'm watched. Oh my God, I can't talk. I watched the second to last episode. So I'm going to watch the finale tonight. Everyone keeps saying, get ready. You're going to be fucking pissed. You're going to have a lot of emotions. So that's why I'm putting this in the podcast because I'm assuming almost everyone who listens watched the show. And I just want to tell you all I'm going through it emotionally (laughs) because of Game of Thrones. No, no, that's not the only reason. But so last night was the second to last episode when everything's on fire but also I kept watching TikToks that had the um the Celtic women song like that so as I'm laying down to go to sleep literally the only thing I can see in my head is everything on fire like flaming swords like Arya Stark trying to survive but to the soundtrack of oh bless you honeybee that was a big sneeze but anyway I'm done ranting. (laughs) I will, if anyone's interested how I react or feel about the final episode, like this is a test to see who actually even listens fully. Leave a comment. I'll write a post. I'll do like a secret friend post. Like if you actually listen to the full episode and listen to my Game of Thrones rant, you can comment and then I'll tell you how I felt. And that's all for today, everyone. Thank you all so much. I literally love you all so much. Goodbye.